on this week's episode are we spirited away with apple tv plus disneyland's on a strange world and more black friday deals are here all this and more as we once again delve into the pop culture cosmos welcome to the pop culture cosmos And we're back with another episode of the Pop Culture Cosmos. This is Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, and of course, the Lakers Fast Break. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, please give us that five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow or do whatever it is that you can to support us right here at the pop culture cosmos inside sports fantasy football game source the lakers fast break the happy hoarder popculturecosmos.com of course everything that we do at humanican media of course the great things that are going on with the super bs games cast and of course everything that we do at pop culture cosmos on facebook including a number of hours of tabletop RPG action waiting for you to see in the archives. Plus, we cover the latest news and trends in pop culture each and every day right there at Pop Culture Cosmos. And if you can support all of that, it is sincerely appreciated. But it wouldn't be a Pop Culture Cosmos without my good friend. He is our own turkey man of Pop Culture Cosmos. You got to go ahead and catch what he's doing today at the Happy Hoarder. And in fact, he's going to tell you where he's going to be as the Happy Hoarder coming up here in a sec. Plus also as well, the Super BS Games cast, Humanican Media, where people are still coming around the world to going ahead and sharing everything that he's doing today at Humanican Media on Facebook. Plus also as well, of course, PopCultureCosmos.com. It is my good friend. It is Josh Peterson. What's up, man? what is up all right so two things i'll get to the uh oh, hold on gobble 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 happy thanksgiving well pretty soon yes because i will, will see be. you next week because you're gonna be a very busy guy next week oh, that's right that's right that's right yeah, yeah yeah well happy thanksgiving to everybody yeah uh okay so let me get to the uh, happy hoarder thing in a second but you know i'm perusing um box office mojo and it is it is strikingly sad to me that the re-release of jurassic park did significantly worse than the re-release of avatar why should this surprise you my friend but even avatar that re-release disappointed i think disney was hoping for some bigger numbers in anticipation of avatar 2 the way of water had a recent conversation this week which i will air in an upcoming episode as it gets closer to avatar 2 about the cultural footprint of avatar and over the years these re-releases for avatar were making a good amount actually it surpassed avengers endgame because it did the re-releases and then all of a sudden this latest re-release just not has any bite real bite to it but yeah it did even better than what jurassic did. but then this is what i'm this is how i feel about this though is the fact that like james cameron is such like a a a butthole towards other filmmakers that (laughs) he like keeps on doing this like let's re-release avatar over and over again oh my movie's the top grossing film of all time let me re-release it six times a year and then he has so many critical things to say about every other movie studio except him the guy is so like 
I love I love his movies, but man, he the guy's like he's he's cocky. Like I I wouldn't want to work with him, you know. Yeah. I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you a bit, uh, you know, for feeling that way. And you know, we will see exactly if Avatar will continue after Avatar three because I know those two movies, the second and the third Avatars, are already filmed. He said the Avatar universe will continue only if it is supported by the fans. So we'll see what happens with Avatar 2 and Avatar mm-hmm. 3 as they come up. So, you yeah. know, I, I think internationally it'll still earn a lot of dollars. I'm just not sure yet that, you know, how big it will, you know, still play here in the States, but we'll see. We'll see. But got yeah. a great show on tap for everybody out there. Josh and I are going to be talking about Spirited with two great comedians coming together for a Christmas special. We'll talk about how you might want to go ahead and catch Spirited on Apple TV+. Plus Plus also as well, we'll tell you about the box office in regards to Black Panther in its second weekend. It had the traditional superhero drop, but we'll also say about the good things that has come out from the rise of the box office with Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Also as well, we'll talk about, speaking of box office, this coming week's latest release from Disney, and that is Strange World. Does it have a chance? With everything that they've done right with Black Panther Wakanda Forever, have they put the same kind of attention on Strange World? We'll talk about that coming up here in a bit. Plus also as well, Henry Cavill had some comments. I know Josh wanted to go ahead and touch on that in regards to his return as Superman, so we'll talk about that. Plus also as well, we're going to be talking about PlayStation 5 versus the Xbox Series S and X in its second year. They've just had their second birthdays, both of them, this month. So talk about where this part of the console war is after two years. That's coming up in a bit. And also in relation to what John Orlando just talked about with MJF and AEW on a most recent state of pro wrestling for November 2022. We talk about the latest victory, world championship victory, his first MJF, and where the future for AEW is. That's coming up on the show as well. But first, my friend, it is Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. It did take the, I want to say, the traditional superhero drop because actually 63% from last weekend That's not a bad drop for superheroes. It's usually if it's in the high 60s and into the 70s, then you got to get yourself a little bit worried. But holding at 63% drop from last weekend, $67 million, easily taking over the box office once again over the menu, which is probably going to be an under-the-radar hit for Searchlight, but that's a pretty good one. I don't know if you've heard that movie yet with the menu where Ray finds – He's cooking dinner for all these people on this elaborate island where it becomes a little bit more different and a little bit more horrific than what I think a lot of people are going into the restaurant were thinking of. But I want to hear your thoughts on Black Panther Wakanda Forever in its second weekend. Not a bad hold, 63%. It's something that we traditionally see from superhero movies, even a little bit more perhaps. But liking what I'm seeing so far as far as the traditional hold, for black panther wakanda forever yeah I, I haven't had a chance to go watch it yet i i want to see it i just you know time is uh don't have the time to get to the movies like i used to but i hear you my um, friend. you know it's definitely something i want to to watch for sure but it's uh you know i, I from what i understand it's not it's like holding out 
you know, in, in terms of like coming to Disney Plus is going to take longer to come. Well, those those Disney big Plus. movies, yeah, just you'll see you'll see that from that movie Avatar. Those movies will not come to Disney Plus anytime soon. I'd say March maybe yeah. would probably be for Black Panther, and then you oh. probably say what June, maybe May for Avatar two. Right. So that I mean that in that case it's more motivating for me to get to the theaters because i still want to see black adam too but i think uh wakanda forever will probably be more more of a priority for me as yeah, opposed to I, black adam i don't think you're going to be seeing on these major hits anymore the 45 day turnarounds yeah. onto disney plus i think that's ill-advised uh, for them as far as making revenue i think disney plus now can survive and still thrive mm -hmm. in many ways i mean you know what's on there this week and or the, and the end of right in Santa Claus, right? They just yeah. dropped that new Tim Allen series. Yeah, and you've got the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special coming up around the corner, and then you have the most talked about Chris Hemsworth's Limitless series, that docu series you know, directed by Darren Ar Aronofsky. That has been talked about because of the news that he found out in one of the episodes about a blood test, about the genetic, uh, I guess, traits that both his mom and dad have as far as giving him possibly a higher chance of getting Alzheimer's. And he announced that last week, I think Thursday or Friday, that he was stepping away for a period of time from the acting profession because of that uh, prognosis because he wants to work on his mental health and to see what he can do to, you know, long-term best fit for his life. And I truly wish him the best of luck on that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I you know, I, I thought, I thought about it. So I, I had weird feelings about that at first. Like, you know, everyone has something in their genes, whether like in my family, it's cholesterol, heart disease problems mm. and things like for that. For me, but it's cancer. Can yeah. For you, it's cancer. Like, and then, but I realized that like, that's different than, like alzheimer's you know like yeah. it, it's it's one thing to like have a disease that you you know you could probably change but like alzheimer's is something you you can't really change like there's and who knows maybe 10 years from now there'll be you know all these things out that'll basically render that less less damaging but yeah it's it's, it's got to be hard to wonder if like you're gonna grow up and not grow up but like years down the line you're gonna start to forget all these things you know and uh, especially you're involving your family and loved ones absolutely so we're wishing him and his family all the best he said his grandfather has uh, alzheimer's and you know it's there some days and there sometimes he's not and and that's uh, you know pretty you know, striking to go ahead and get those results and that's going to be again on the limitless docuseries that's now available on disney plus but Getting back to Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, just want to mention that again with its hold. Yeah, you don't. You're probably not going to see it on Disney Plus for quite some time. So, mm -hmm. hopefully, if you're interested in it, go ahead and, and check it out. But really, something I guess to look forward to for the holiday season. Even if you're not on the Avatar train, there's still Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then, like, like I said, you know, I definitely want to go watch it. I've actually been. Noticing too that uh, Doctor Strange is slowly crawling up towards being a one billion dollar movie. It's sitting at about nine hundred fifty five million right now. I don't know. That's still a tough this this far into its release window, and the fact that uh, you know it when we saw with 
the fact it's on Disney Plus and, and all that already, that's a tough ask. It might still do it because of international sales. Uh, mm-hmm. It's you know it's no longer on the U.S. box office chart, but you never know. You never know, my friend. Yeah. Uh, Jurassic World. Jura- that's what I was gonna say. Uh, Jurassic World didn't cross that mark till it was on digital and Blu-ray. So I yeah, mean, last month it actually did. It's actually yeah. at one one billion and one million dollars. It barely mm-hmm. sneaks on by. Barely got it, but it still got there. You know, I yes. Doctor Strange like. It's not as bad as Thor. Like Thor, Love and Thunder was definitely not a great movie. But that still has made over $800 million. It, it has, yes. But like Doctor Strange was just slightly better, you know? So it's surprising mm-hmm. that it it was able to, it's doing what it's doing. It was very front loaded. It mm-hmm. actually did. It actually has, I believe, the biggest release so far this year, even ahead of Black Panther, just ahead of Black Panther Wakanda Forever. But it just didn't hold because like you said the feelings over that movie plus also as well uh you know what we saw from thor love and thunder i think there is a little bit of superhero fatigue i think there's a little bit of marvel fatigue so uh, i don't know what marvel and disney plan to do about it obviously they're still continuing to produce a lot of content so that's the thing you're so reliant on and that's the thing i've talked about with disney plus over the past couple years three years is that you were so reliant on Star Wars and Marvel regurgitating mm-hmm. more and more and more stuff. Yeah. It, you know, you don't have enough other things that are interesting consistently on that platform to keep things going. And that's a problem. So now you're totally reliant on this these two pillars to get you by just to keep your viewers interested in the content that you have. Well, let me let me ask you a question. So, we're, you know, we're t- we talk a lot about streaming stuff, but we don't really mention like physical releases anymore because, you know, everything's going to digital platforms. But looking at like Marvel, you know, what makes Marvel Comics so great to collectors is the fact that they have like different variant covers and, uh, you know, special editions when those comic books come out. So do you think that, you know, I, I know that in the past, physical releases were a big contributor to how much money things made. You know, you look at movies like um, Hellboy and even like John Carter, like both movies, not so great in box office numbers. But after they came out on video, they slowly and this is the same thing happened with a lot of movies from the 80s and 90s. It wasn't until they were physically released that they started to actually make a lot of money. So do you, do you foresee like a day when Disney stops putting out physical releases for Marvel and Star Wars properties? Or do you think that we're going to see like maybe less um, physical releases by Disney, but more focused on like maybe collector covers of these movies coming out? Well, there's a whole myriad of things that they do when they release physical things out there. You know, you talked about the comic book end of it with Marvel. That's something that they probably have to keep in some sort of tradition because it's Marvel comics and there's still so much of a factor in the comic book industry. I know comic books, the prices have gone up. The costs have gone up. The number of collectors have not gone up with it in correlation as much. I don't think because there was that boom with the Marvel universe as the MCU grew, the number of comic book interests that grew, but you didn't see that hold. Like right now, I don't see the, you know, a number of people, interested in comic books as they once were say five seven years ago yeah well it's crazy to think too that like you have you have investors are the ones that are making this stuff cost so much like you have you can have like millions of people who just collect them you know collect collect them for fun or for 
or their their uh, mental emotional value, whatever it might be. But then you have two or three investors come in and like yeah. make the prices of something skyrocket. Like video games, for example, it's the 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 value or prices of video games, especially on eBay and the secondhand sellers. Those websites they've skyrocketed because one person could come in and and make the price of a Super Mario game over a million dollars. So it's just, I think that between them and uh, people trying to market off of like you know current trends, whether it's Walking Dead or Marvel, Star Wars, whatever it might be, that is kind of to blame for the inflation we've seen on a lot of these collector items. True, but also it's made a business out of it like for you and the happy hoarder i mean with action figures and pokemon and video games that you intend to sell and resell and trade us it's those rising values have made a business of collecting pop culture a thing in Mm -hmm. and of itself well for sure yeah yeah you're listening to the pop culture cosmos don't touch that dial wait do, do people still use dials for the latest news and information analysis and opinions on the los angeles lakers and the nba check out the lakers fast break podcast today on wherever you get your podcasts the market shows that this is going to continue to climb over the next seven years so it's it's not showing any signs of slowing down and the more that these things are valued, you know, and I'm sure we're going to talk about what's going on with the green ranger later, but like the more things are valued and the more like our heroes slowly leave this world, the more the prices of that stuff goes up because everyone's trying to get ahead of the trends. Well, I will say that I do regret every single day, my time spent managing game stores and not just, you know, buying, everything there at the prices that they did you know a lot of these games which were clearance and i clearly remember Mm -hmm. putting them on clearance or that didn't sell now being worth hundreds and hundreds of dollars as far as video games yeah you know it's just some of these ps2 games and 64 games these came across my way and and it's just so sad that i now see them now on these all these YouTube channels as being worth mm-hmm. five, seven hundred dollars, one thousand yeah. dollars, and the like. So it, it's, it yeah, it's so <sighs> funny too. Like the remember when KB Toys was having their like liquidation sales? Yes, and you're able to snag like two, you know, two for ten dollars or three for ten dollars. You know, whether it's like Power Rangers or Star Wars or. You know, a, a, a popular property was uh, Kenner's Mummies Alive toys, like much like He-Man, Kenner made the toys and then made the made the show based off the toy line. And, uh, you know, those figures, you could buy them for like six, seven dollars back in the day. But now you go to eBay, they're selling for one hundred and fifty dollars a piece. It's absolutely insane. Well, it's just so funny because, you know, one of the things I like to watch are those video game resellers and, and traders that on YouTube and whatnot, because I just remarked back to the day again when I was running game stores. And so funny because, you know, the things that you see that were on the clearance bin that you know that you sold in the 90s and 2000s, because I also work for an electronics retailer that sold video games. I know a lot of these games were clearance 5 10 15 20 bucks are now worth hundreds and hundreds of dollars which is just absolutely crazy the thing is i know for a fact that i could have gotten back when i was running game stores the the for instance on the n64 nintendo 64 
the most valuable N64 cartridge is Clay Fighter Sculptor's Cut, which is a Blockbuster exclusive. And the thing is, those things were just like, you know, clearanced out, I'm sure, yeah. at Blockbuster stores for like five bucks to somebody at yeah. some point in time. So, yeah, it just it's so <laughs> invigorating as far as in one way or another, as far as the collectible world. But how would you have known though you know like it's you go to a yeah as a as a kid for me like going into i remember going into sears and they have like their video remember they had their like video game corner is like in the middle of like the men's department or whatever and you can i remember yes games out of glass cases i remember they're selling them for like you get game a sega saturn game for like 40 bucks and uh but now you know it's just the who who would have known right everyone's telling you oh games are a waste of time the market's gonna collapse because there's so many of them even though there's only like three consoles out and now look at us we have there's these big old console wars there's new indie there we used to have a time when there would be like three games coming out a month and now there's like hundreds of games coming out every week and uh who would who would who would have thought right that the market would get to the point that it has would have thought indeed but what are your thoughts out there getting back to the box office are you going to go ahead and check out if you haven't checked out already black panther wakanda forever did pretty good only sliding 63 percent, which is actually right in the middle of the road as far as superhero drops in their second week is concerned so it's holding pretty good and i'm sure it will hold even better over the course of the winter please let us know your thoughts popculturecosmos at yahoo.com well my friend there's still much more to talk about on today's program Wanted to go ahead and mention real quick, Spirited on Apple TV Plus, which is, I guess, Apple TV Plus's way of, of sending you greetings for the holiday season with Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds in a sort of like Christmas Carol, I guess, in a loose, configurative way as far as trying to go ahead and, and pay tribute to that. But is it part musical, part comedy, part just good feeling there it's just something i think that we really need this time of year your thoughts on spirited on apple tv plus okay so i've actually been reading reading up on this movie quite a bit and it doesn't i know people that are excited to watch it but it has not been getting very good critical acclaim like i'm hearing that it's just not it's not good and i look at this like i am at the age where i don't find will ferrell funny anymore but I do kind of find, you know, Ryan Reynolds funny. Well, you will in Deadpool 3, I think that's rest assured. Yeah, right. But I mean, just him like and, him and, uh, you know, Hugh Jackman going at it again. Yeah. Anything he's in, though, like I've found funny because it's it's not. It hasn't been overdone, I guess. Like Will Ferrell was everywhere in the 2000s. And I just like I got over him. So I don't know about that. When you turn Ryan Reynolds his act when he tries to do it other places you know it doesn't always work with the adam mm-hmm. project i think and and other ventures i've not found it as good i think as other people have so yeah. i think for me it has to be deadpool for his shtick and when he goes outside of it somewhere else to do his shtick it just doesn't especially if it's a pg-13 movie just yeah. does not yeah it just doesn't work as well for me Right. So, I mean, all that to say, like, I'm not (laughs) I don't really care about this movie that much. I'm finding like at first I was like, oh, I love a Christmas Carol. You know, I'm an English teacher. Like Christmas Carol is one of my favorite books to teach. And I am at that point where I'm like, oh, this like seems like it's going to make me hate a Christmas Carol. So do I really want to take the time to sit here and watch this? Well, we'll find out if people are going to be watching this as the results come back, hopefully in about a few weeks or so on the Nielsen's. But 
let us know your thoughts. If you're interested in being spirited on Apple TV Plus, please let us know your thoughts. PopCultureCosmos at Yahoo.com. Well, before we hit the break, a couple more topics we can go ahead into Disney's Strange World. Speaking of the box office, that's the latest movie to come out this week. It's going to come out just before the Thanksgiving holiday season. Know a lot of people that are upset about Disney's lack of promotion for this movie. In fact, I've already seen an article already that said that Disney is sending this movie out to die. The only thing I would say in 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 contrast to that is that was it last year? Yeah, I think Disney put out a movie an animated movie just on the Thanksgiving holiday season and at 2021, I believe in Encanto. So your thoughts on this, my friend, they struck it rich with Encanto coming out just before the Thanksgiving holiday season. Can, can lightning strike twice with strange world Disney's latest animated adventure heading off into a strange planet of the unknown. So here are my thoughts on that. Encanto was advertised, you know, you could go into stores and you found Encanto merchandise whether it's like uh, T-shirts in the kids' sections or uh, toys in the toy aisle. Like, there was something in Kanto in most most department stores. Plus the songs. The songs. Plus the songs, yeah. Yeah, the gen- that's generated so much enthusiasm among kids. But with Strange World, like, it has not gotten any... There's nothing out for it. There's no promotion. There's no toys or merchandise. There's really, like... I had seen a single preview for this movie and I saw a poster for it when I was at Disneyland last month. I saw the first YouTube ad on it yesterday. Yep. So if, if you and I, who, you know, we float around YouTube quite a bit, have not seen any advertising for this, what are the odds that just like a kid knows anything about this? Yeah, I agree. I I yeah the same thing happened to john carter you know i know we talked about this already but like the same thing happened right nobody really knew what that movie was there's a single super bowl spot and that's really all we got to see of it It was a bad movie but you know that's i, I kind of disagree with you i kind of like the movie I, i've I, seen I, it more than once i know it's yeah. your favorite sore spot for you but i'm not going to say it's a bad movie I, I i think it was actually a fun movie i I think it's a very cool popcorn flick. I, I kind of enjoy it. I kind of, I do. I'm yeah. So, I mean, I'll be honest. If I had not read the books, I probably would have loved the movie. But as someone who has read the books, like it was like, ah, eh, you know, maybe that's really why, maybe that's why I, I, I like it. So, because mm-hmm. I haven't read the books, but yeah. You think they'll go back to it? I, I mean, I, I'd, I think the Edgar Rice Burroughs estate actually like took the rights back to it. So, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw that pop up by like Lionsgate or someone in the future. But, um, I, I mean, I would love to. It's like we don't have a lot of great science fiction ground that has not been trodden on already. So I would love to see it, you know, again. But I mean, you know, as far as like Strange World, that's a cool science fiction concept, but it's just not I don't see it hitting the way people want it to. There's a lot of science fiction, especially animated on Disney that has not hit what uh, was it Titan AE or there's a couple of, of bus Treasure Island, of Tre- course. Treasure Planet. Oh, Treasure yeah. Planet. I'm sorry, Treasure Planet. Titan AE. That was, I don't think that, I think that was uh, Don Bloom. I think that was Bloom. Yeah, I think that, that was the Warner it. Brothers movie. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But that did, but that had all the promise and didn't hit. Yeah. Animation on sci fi for Disney just doesn't seem to connect. And it looks like Strange yeah. World is going to be the same exact thing. But what are your thoughts on Strange World? Are you going to check it out this weekend at the box office? We'll find out if you did at the latest results 
But please let us know your thoughts, popculturecosmos at yahoo.com. But before we hit the break, my friend, Henry Cavill had some pointed comments. You know, obviously he's coming off the glow of being the guy that's returning to Superman after the glow of Black Adam, you know, and him in that post credit scene and yep. you know, everybody getting up and roar over it and excited over it about the possibility of, of Henry Cavill coming back as Superman and what they could do with it with the man of steel two being rumored to be in development now and all that. But your thoughts on some comments Henry Cavill said before we hit to the break. No. Oh, okay. So Henry Cavill had said he's looking forward to talking with uh, James Gunn and Peter Safran. Was that the guy's name? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. He said he's looking forward to having conversations with them about, you know, Man of Steel's future in the DCU. But there's a bunch of stuff released on the internet yesterday. And granted, the internet always like takes things and runs with them without really clarifying things. But uh, it had stated that he does not have any contracts signed yet. And honestly, it doesn't surprise me because this is all everything's been like hearsay up to this moment. You know, we got to see him in the Incredible Black Adam, or I haven't seen it, but you know other people got to and you know everyone's talking about him coming back as superman but yeah nothing's been officially announced yet so i mean it's possible that they have not given him a contract due to the fact that they don't want to clear it they don't want to uh confirm man of steel 2 is coming out until they have like a better plan in place but uh everyone's like freaking out because they think that he's you know, not going to be able to come back, but I don't think that that would be the case if he had quit the Witcher. Like there's obviously something, there's been some sort of guarantee made to him that he will be back. I believe he will be. I think it's something that we're going to be seeing inevitably on the screen at some point. You don't put him in that end credit scene and not doing anything with it. I don't think you, you take the time or give the go ahead to do it unless you have something planned. Yeah. Is there a future for Henry Cavill in the DC? That's something that I think I want to hear back from every one of you out there. Please let us know if you're excited for Henry Cavill's return to Superman, PopCultureCosmos at Yahoo.com. Coming up after the break, we've got PlayStation 5 versus Xbox, the latest go-round in the console war two years in. Also talking about MJF winning the AEW title and what that'll do for as far as the future of pro wrestling for AEW. A loss very recent loss in pop culture that Josh will go ahead and touch on also as well talking about some black Friday deals. Where's the black Friday deals in part two of our black Friday coverage. We're going to let you know coming up after the break. This is the pop culture cosmos action figure adventure is back with season two and we're going further than ever before checking out more toy stores than ever before and seeing more incredible iconic and noteworthy pieces than you could possibly imagine once again jay grapples with how to build the ultimate action figure auction to support critically and terminally ill kids in need along the way we'll chat about holy grail figures perfect action figures and showcase some incredible toy collections action figure adventure season two 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Jinx TV Canada. And we're back with the Pop Culture Cosmos. It's Josh Peterson along with me, Gerald Glassford, coming right back at you here. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Please go ahead, if you get a chance, check out the Happy Hoarder on Facebook. Josh is now posting updates regularly right there for you. So please go ahead and get the latest updates on good pop culture stuff, collectibles, items that you would be interested in if you're interested in pop culture he's got it all 
right there for you at the Happy Quarter on Facebook. So he gives you an update not only when he's going to appear live in the flesh as far as being able to buy him from him directly, but also as well how you can go ahead and buy some of that good stuff, those goodies he keeps on showing off at the Happy Hoarder on Facebook. So go ahead and check it out today. Give him a like, give him a follow, and go ahead and be a part of the Happy Hoarder. But Josh, before we head on out, lots to talk about still. PlayStation 5 versus Xbox Series S and X. This month marks the two-year anniversary for each. Your thoughts on where this stands? I know that they've gone in a little bit different directions as far as priorities are concerned. Mm -hmm. Xbox is playing the long game with its Xbox Games Pass, which is creating a, a sensational value for customers, and I highly recommend it. I think it is the preferred way to go for everybody that out there that's on a budget that wants to go ahead and continue their gaming habits playstation 5 it's still doing the traditional things that it's doing it's tried to go ahead and conform a little bit with its revamp of its online streaming services and its and its plans but it's still confusing i think to the average customer because i think playstation plus is you know lost two million users over the past few months and that so it's not really helped that much yet but it is still the largest selling of uh, i guess of both between the xbox series and the playstation 5 it still sells more still outsells them and then of course with the release of god of war ragnarok it still has a few although both have done a i guess a substandard job of providing first party quality games to the platform but playstation 5 of the two has done a better job of putting first party games without delaying them too much your thoughts on the battle two years in between the playstation 5 and the xbox series s and x it's it's hard to say because they've both kind of just become um available in stores but I'm also, I, I look at this, like you go online and you look at like OfferUp, eBay, places like that. And there are scalpers selling like a ton of PS5s, right? There's like, they have walls of them and they're selling them. You used to go online, you'd find them for like 1200 or sorry, 700 to $1,200. Now they're barely able to make a $100 profit on them. And actually this Black Friday, a lot of retailers will have PlayStation 5s in stock. Exactly. So it makes me wonder, is like this uptick in sales, is it due to people who actually want to purchase and own and play the PlayStation? Or is it because scalpers are like, oh, yeah, I can get 10 of these things. My bot can go pick it up and then uh, I can sell it for $100 a piece. And then I'll probably sit on them for six months before I'm able to push any of them out. Well, I think it's still, I, I think a lot of more regular people, I think this is the time where you and I talked about the availability and I said I would not buy a PlayStation 5 until it became more available. Right. I think that time is starting to be now. I think that the bots, the deals were, because you said, you know, in the past on this show that you had to buy them at an early stage and you bought them at a, you know, a price over what it's Ridiculous. normally sold at in order yeah. to get it. Um, but, uh, you know, for me, you know, uh, now it's the time to start thinking about seriously. In fact, on the Xbox size, uh, you know, those those specials that are coming out, you know, with the Xbox Series S at a, such a great value at $299 already, it's actually going down to $249. Yeah, yep, yeah. they're going $249. In fact, yeah. I got one yesterday, the Xbox oh, Series S. Dang, and in fact, 
yeah well if you listen to our friday show the pc multiverse that was one of the things we mentioned as far as the consoles and the different prices of packages i got one i i said i you know now's the time i'll go ahead and get me a series s and i'll get it at target which gives you a not only 250 but also it gives you an extra 50 dollar gift card so be you know on the lookout for that so welcome to the club yes got it here it's going to be a great thing for me also looking you know as far as maybe some emulation things with it because i hear good things about that but i want to go ahead and talk about as far as two years in there's been some issues with both i guess Mm -hmm. the availability of the playstation 5 has been the big thing plus the fact that earlier this year in certain areas of the world they did raise the price of the playstation 5 which is yeah, one of the like first 50, times yeah 50 dollars yeah. which has been which has been so, somewhat concerning the xbox series s and x you know the availability of the s especially has been out there ready to get for anybody that wants it the thing with them is the fact that they're even though xbox games pass has been such a great value and, and so popular as far as people get latching on to it the fact that you can now play it off your you know modern televisions although i'm waiting for the day can go on my 2021 tv Uh, you know the 2022 tv samsung's they they can go ahead and and play it there's actually several outlets as far as computers pcs uh you know steam decks that you can play xbox games pass on the thing is the first party games on the xbox have been extremely porous it's been been okay at best on playstation 5 as far as the output but on xbox their main reason why they have not surpassed playstation 5 in sales is the fact i think first and foremost those first party sales it started with the delay of halo infinite and the fact that unfortunately even though it came out to good reviews they've not been able to support it very well i think that's been very disappointing overall and the fact is you've not been able to go ahead with all the announced first party games release them on time because they're all getting delayed yeah i mean and that's something that you know phil spencer had discussed the other day saying that like hey yeah this lack of first party games the delays have kind of been to our detriment uh he's still pushing you know games pass pretty hard but from what i understand like xbox doesn't actually pr- they get, make a negative profit on all their every console they sell got 50 to 150 dollars right so they're you know and like you said they're trying to play the long game i know they just canceled the the original was it project scorpio or whatever that was supposed to be like a all digital all digital thing yeah i mean like i i love what xbox has going on in the future i think they're playing that like hey let's lose money now to hopefully profit later whereas playstation is more we don't want to do anything that's not going to turn a profit so I see both sides of it. I guess I, th- I think that as far as like who's winning this race, we won't know until, you know, three or four years down the line when all this stuff, they finally starts to like turn a profit for them. You know, I'm playing God of War Ragnarok and I love it. I love it. You know, PlayStation, I've, I've gotten a lot of, uh, I played a lot of PlayStation this year, you know, whether it's from like Valkyrie Elysium, Star Ocean, games that are also available on Xbox. I've been playing on PlayStation, like PS5 has become my RPG machine. Whereas Xbox is more like my racers and shooters game, but there's not a lot of racers and shooters coming out. So I've been mainly focusing on PS5 stuff. So, you know, they're getting a lot of money for me, but I like to have options, you know, and, but, you know, as far as like the regular consumer goes, I play games that regular people don't. So like if I, the, the call of duties and all that, the multi-console releases, like, again, I don't think we're going to know like who's 
coming out ahead in this race until you know a, a couple two to three years down the line well we'll see what happens but so far you know there's been good and bad with both the playstation 5 and xbox series s and x i think that both because of the fact that you know they got released at a time when the world was in a little bit of upheaval i think that was both to their detriment I think that had they come out in 2019, like I vaguely remembered that they didn't, I, I think that it would have been a little bit better for them as far as being able to produce consoles. Oh, sure. you know, the market would have been a little bit better, but unfortunately, circumstances have happened. And they're finally starting to catch up now. The Xbox Series S, again, if you're on a budget, I think that's probably the best thing you, you should be looking at because of what it offers for what the price is and the fact that, again, it's going $50 less at all major retailers mm -hmm. this weekend plus the fact that target you can get an extra bonus 50 dollars gift certificate on top of it so i think right now it just it seems to me there's there's some good value with xbox but the thing is they've got to start catching up and this time next year the thing has to change it's a great value but if starfield doesn't come out yet if if redfall doesn't come out yet uh, you know those games don't start coming out the first party xbox games don't start coming out one after another after another they don't start coming out by this time next year then i'm going to start really going on xbox I, i've been kind of easy on them because the fact that i was pretty hard on them on release the fact they didn't release halo infinite on time and then halo infinite came out to good reviews but they never really followed up with enough dlc to support it and they've actually yeah. lost their entire fan base because of it and you know, a lot of egg on the face at everybody there at, at, at Microsoft and Xbox for that. But I'm hoping that they'll be able to go ahead and start producing games first party that are going to get people interested. I know this time next year, we're supposed to be getting into Starfield. So I'm hoping that's going to be the case this time next year. So we can say definitively that Xbox is someone is a entity that you need to go ahead and respect. 100% and be able to realize that it's got a great chance at being the number one platform in video games. Yeah. And the clear difference between the two right now that I can tell, you know, not monetarily, but like Xbox is focused on hardware, PlayStation's focused on, on, you know, gaming content. So that's, that's where the line is right now. And of course, while we speak about both, after two years, here's Nintendo just under the radar. Selling about 130 million units so far for the Nintendo Switch. And yeah, it's one of the greatest selling consoles of all time. And they're still going to be selling quite a few with Mario Kart 8 bundled with it for Black Friday. So looking forward to seeing more great things of course pokemon scarlet and violet just got released and a lot of people are, are talking about that so what are your thoughts two years in on this uh renewed console race between the xbox series s and x playstation 5 and we cannot forget the nintendo switch please let us know your thoughts popculturecosmos at yahoo.com if you're in the Las Vegas and Henderson areas and are looking to buy, sell, or trade the best in classic or current video games and pop culture collectibles, there's no better place to go than Retro City Games. From Xbox to PlayStation, Nintendo to Atari, the great crew at Retro City Games provides the best place to go for all your gaming options. 
stop by their two awesome locations in Henderson and also the Las Vegas Strip or follow Retro City Games on Facebook and Instagram for all the latest deals and new items. Without a doubt, there's no better place to go for your gaming needs than your friends at Retro City Games. Well, my friend, before we head on out, I know there's still some more things we need to talk about on today's show, but of course, Black Friday is here. It's around the corner. It's just a few days away. Have you been searching the Black Friday ads like I have for some good deals? I know we mentioned the consoles on Friday, and we stuck to just the console deals as far as what we were looking at. You know, PlayStation 5 has got its bundles with God of War Ragnarok that's going to be available, made more available to consumers out there. Hopefully, they won't get all bought up by the bots. You've got Xbox Series S now being reduced to 249 I mentioned Target is the, probably the best preferred way to go because it has that extra added $50 gift card. Nintendo Switch, I mentioned Mario Kart 8 with the bundle. Are there any other deals out there? We talked about also as well, Melinda said oh, she's going to cave in and get that 65-inch TCL from Walmart for $228, which is the lowest price of any 65-inch television to date. Any ideas on what you've been targeting out there for Black Friday? Yeah, and no, I mean, a lot of the Black Friday stuff I've seen so far is just, like, early Black Friday deals. So I keep waiting to see, like, when the legitimate Black Friday ad comes out. They're up. The, are they out? Can you? Okay. Yeah, Black Friday, BlackFriday.com has got them out. So you got right there, BlackFriday.com. Give them a big shout-out. Walmart's the Black Friday ad is up there. Best Buy, the Black Friday ad is up there. Target, the Black Friday ad is up there. Kohl's, if you're into more of apparel, you got Macy's Black Friday that's there. JCPenney, although I was watching something last night on the news where more and more retailers are requiring some sort of payback if you return it, like some sort of fee that they're putting in there, like JCPenney and other retailers out there so please if you're buying over the internet go ahead and make sure you see as far as the rules and regulations as far as returning products is concerned so i wanted to go ahead and mention that but amazon.com they're already running sales of course you know they could be remiss if they didn't run sales especially on the stuff that they own so if you're interested in amazon fires or amazon rings or echoes you know might be a good time to look you know the the cellular companies, the cellular companies. There are if you're interested in getting a new phone, this is a great time to go ahead and get a new phone because you've got your T-Mobiles and your AT&Ts are all running big deals right now. But anything that you're now that you're looking at Black Friday is that it's starting to appeal to you, my friend, because the sound systems. If you need a new sound bar with a subwoofer you're seeing a lot of deals right around a hundred dollars 129 for samsung's or if you want tcl you're seeing them actually even below 100 for a sound system to go right in front of your television there to provide some surround sounds for you you're seeing anything out there that's that's catching your eye i i'm mainly looking at like collectibles this friday of There's course how, i know i know how did i figure yeah i've i've actually purchased a few though like best buys had some good early deals uh targets has some good early deals like i've 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 bought a lot you know like uh these dc multiverse figures they're usually 20 25 bucks they had them for like 11 dollars and there's not really any movies i'm hunting for these days like i i don't really buy a lot of movies anymore and like games 
have you noticed the game deals are not what they once were yeah like they're there you used to be able to get something that came out at 60 maybe for like 20 25 bucks but now they're not really going down that far so it's not really i actually just picked up the one of the best deals which was for 9.99 each the god of war that came out in 2018 yeah just picked that up for 10 bucks and also as well i picked up for 10 bucks jedi fallen order so those both both great choices yes those were both 9.99 but you're seeing even like you know gta 5 still being sold at 10 to 15 dollars most of the games that came out this year are still right around 35 Mm-hmm. Elden Ring, they're still not bringing that down substantially. That's still at 35 uh, as far as the sale price is concerned. The EA yeah. stuff is right around 30 to 35 as far as what was released this year. Even something like WWE 2K22, which is sales wise, gets front loaded. So you see a big discount by the time Christmas comes in. So right around 25 to 20, you know, maybe even 20 in a couple places. But you know, like you said, there's not big discounts on a lot of uh, more no. recent games like we've seen in the past. Yeah. So I I don't really know what I'm what I'm eyeing right now. You know, I want I'm good on TVs. I'm good on computer stuff like it just be collectibles for me right now. And I've already purchased quite a few of them. So uh, maybe, you know, I'm definitely going to hop on after dinner on Thursday and surf around and see what I see. But for the most part, yeah, there's not really a lot this year that I'm really dying to 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 play. Or, or I know GameStop. Buy. Well, I know GameStop is uh, trying to do what they can to stay relevant. So they are offering uh, deals on pops. So if you want 30% off pops on anything 14.99 up, or if you want some of their 12.99 ones, they're now down to 9.99 for Black Friday. So might want to like take a look at that. Might want to take a look at that. Or if you're into pre-owned with GameStop, buy two get one free. I mean, that, there's a lot of good deals out there. Those are on Xbox and PS4 games. Uh, you know, PC accessories. A lot of them are half off or substantially off. So you need to update your podcasting or recording or streaming products. You need to go ahead and do that. Or just you know, PC gaming. Go ahead and. Check that out because now is a good time to get it because they're now you can find them as much as 50 to 60% off in various retailers from GameStop to Walmart to Best Buy. You're seeing a lot of the, you know, these accessories off. And of course, laptops are something that's always seems to be traditionally at a discount. So if you're in need of a new laptop, you can find several two to three hundred dollars off but make sure you look at the specs make sure you look at the specs and what you need to go ahead and take care of because if it's under five hundred dollars you're not looking at a very powerful computer unless you needed to just do some basic things 16 gigs is where you want to be right now like i had eight gigs for adobe premiere at one time and it just kept freezing and freezing and freezing so it's 16 gigs is where you want to be that's that's the safety zone mm-hmm. that's the safety zone indeed but there's some still some great deals that you can find because we got to remember a lot of these retailers over the course of this year because of everything that got backed up and there was a supply issue this time last year. A lot of these retailers have caught up with supplies. So there is discounts available. You just got to go ahead and check out what you're looking at. I think a great place to start is blackfriday.com. You'll be seeing as far as apparel, a ton of apparel can be found on sale. I know there's, again, with all these retailers, they're all looking to get rid of a lot of their inventory this week. So go ahead and check it out. If you're into hardware here in the United States, 
Lowe's, Home Depot, they're all running big sales. Again, apparel with Macy's, JCPenney, you know, Walmart, they're all running big apparel sales because, again, they got to get rid of that inventory. So if you have some great deals in mind that you want us to go ahead and showcase on our Facebook page, please let us know, popculturecosmos at yahoo.com. Well, my friend, love Black Friday. Uh, I don't know if I'm actually, this is first going to be the first time in a while that I really don't have anything I need to go ahead and get, mm-hmm. get, get. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't see myself usually getting that adrenaline rush to go out and, and rush uh, rush out to buy, which is kind of weird for me because I, I usually live for Black Friday. Right. I already got my Black Friday deal sitting right behind me here with the Xbox Series S, but Anything uh, that you want to talk about as far as Black Friday deals before we go ahead and touch on some final things before we head on out? Uh, not, I mean, not that I can think of. You know, it's if you're into collectibles, like there's already some great sales out there. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, gaming, not so great sales, but there's still some decent stuff out there. Like, for example, Sonic Frontiers, you can get for 40 bucks. That came out at a $60 price point. So there's always that. And there, there's something out there for everybody. It's just, uh, you know, a want versus a need thing so <laughs> consider consider that choice wisely and absolutely and if you are buying over the internet you're buying online please look at what's going on with the return policy on that so before you buy just to make sure that you know you're understanding that if you don't like what you're buying that you may have to pay a price or a few dollars for just the privilege of returning it if you don't like it so just be aware of that but Again, let us know your thoughts on any Black Friday deals you want us to cover. PopCultureCosmos at Yahoo.com. My friend, another great episode is almost in the books. Any thoughts on the Green Power Ranger before we head on out? Yeah, dude, this is it's heartbreaking, man. Like yeah. I got on the web this morning, found out that Jason David Frank had passed away. According to inside sources, he took his own life. He's like my childhood hero, you know, like he was who I want it to be every Halloween, whether it's the Green Ranger, the White Ranger, like he's somebody, you know, and I'm sure there's other celebrities that have done this for other people, but like he was, he, he could fight anything, you know, he could beat anybody who who came up against him. He was a Green Ranger, man. He's invincible. And it gets me thinking, like, if you know somebody that's suffering, like you need to make sure you're there for them. Yeah, absolutely. And again, if you're having those issues, please, there's so many resources for you to reach out. There are people out there that want to help you. Please go ahead and seek them out before anything drastic in your life happens like that. You look at people you think are invincible and then something like this happens to him. It's just that the one villain he could not beat were his own demons. What are your thoughts out there on the life of one of the best Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Jason David Frank, as he passed away at 49. But yeah, if you have any thoughts, please let us know. PopCultureCosmos at Yahoo.com. Well, my friend, been a great episode. Before we head on out, something that John Orlando and I talked about on our most recent The State of Pro Wrestling. We like the direction All Elite Wrestling went in their most recent pay-per-view on Saturday night with MJF winning the AEW World title from John Moxley this past weekend. A young, aspiring wrestler who has captivated the audience such as he. And I just think it was long overdue. As much as you want something to happen, you know, they're going to do 
whatever's going to cause the most spectacle. So you can never really predict what is coming down the pipeline and something like that. But well, this was someone, an individual, an MJF who could do the most nefarious things, but is the most beloved character right now in AEW, and is part of the reason why they're still averaging close to a million viewers each and every Wednesday. They're still doing okay on Friday nights on you know the various Warner Brother platforms, TNT and TBS. They took an individual with a lot of promise and a lot of hope that has a lot of future behind him that we see almost like in the first year or two of The Rock after he broke out of his persona that everybody couldn't stand, that he became a bad guy, but he also became The Rock. He also grew that persona. And you saw him in the first year or two of that persona, The Rock, become one of the biggest stars in the industry. And I think history is repeating a lot of itself here with MJF. You know, it's funny too, like how perspective on a character can change and you can, you can tell when they cultivate certain, especially in wrestling, you know, you tell when they cultivate certain people as opposed to just like not cultivating, you know, back in the day, you remember like too cool and Rikishi, right? Like everyone was like, oh man, like these two, it's just a show. But then like, as the show went on, like they could tell people like, oh yeah, they like this guy that does the worm and they like the stink face or whatever. And slowly those characters started to grow and become more and more popular. You could, you know, you'd start to find action figures and all that. So yeah, I mean, you know, it's safe to say that like MJF, that is, it's good that they are cultivating his character and helping him grow. But then in most cases, when you have these wrestlers that reach the top, it's only a matter of time until someone else comes and that wrestler ends up falling. Well, if there's any sensibility right now, at AEW that won't come for a long time because right now they have, a individual that is extremely hot and extremely popular with the fans and if they were to go in a different direction it would probably be not the best move now but let's see how long they like you said they can sustain that individual's popularity they just got to go ahead and keep on doing the right things for him so maxwell jacob freeman is the new AEW world champion as per our hopes of both john orlando and myself what are your thoughts out there on mjf becoming the AEW world champion this past weekend let us know your thoughts, popculturecosmos at yahoo.com. Well, my friend, it's been a great episode, but any last thoughts before we head on out? No, man. I mean, we, we covered quite a bit. I feel like it was a pretty solid episode we got through today. We'll hear more about Black Friday stuff and all the things coming up, and you know, I'll have an update on Happy Hoarder after next week. So it'll be, it'll be good, man. A lot, of, a lot of cool things coming down the pipeline. Where are you actually again going to be you making an uh, appearance? I will I be in the Waco Convention Center in Chris Holm Hall. So if you want to come by, it's for it's during the big Christmas expo in Waco. So I will be there selling my wares. And if you want to come pick up some cool Christmas presents, be sure to stop by. We'll have like Pokemon cards, action figures, sports cards, all that good stuff. And uh, I, I even have my hands on a couple of Hasbro Zord Ascension Megazords. So if you want those, they're pretty hot items right now. So if you want to come get your hands on one, stop by the old booth. There you go. So go ahead and check out for more info today, The Happy Hoarder on Facebook. And from Josh Peterson, Melinda Barkhouse Ross, and myself, we want to wish you a happy and safe Thanksgiving because you will not hear us until Black Friday for the PC multiverse. So until then, again, we wish you a happy and safe Thanksgiving. So for Josh Peterson, this is Gerald Glassford. It's another beautiful day in paradise right here in the pop culture cosmos. We thank you for listening. 
And here's hoping you have yourself a great.